It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, here he is, Mr. Hockey himself, Patrick Royce. You were at the X last night for that comeback, weren't you? It was great. It was my kind of hockey game. Six <laughs> five. Take that two one crap and yes. flush it down the toilet. <laughs> Play it loose and loosey goosey. Rush up the. Uh, you know what else helps? Bad goaltending. That yep. uh, that gets that helps too. Talbot let in that stinker right off the bat, and that kind of opened up the whole game for the rest of the day. Uh, they win six to five, but the other the other goalie played a hell of a game. It could have been ten to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, he was pretty dang good. So uh, yeah, they're good, Phil. And uh, uh, Felino threw in a little fight in the first period for no reason. I think he just saw all those fans up there, and they, he said, "I think they'd like to see a fight." So eighteen thousand people need to see this right now. Me <laughs> yes. super Superman punching this opponent. Yes, good punch, yes. <laughs> nice uh, punch. Yeah. Haymakers and it was uh, they had had everything and had everything and once they took that goal away, you knew mm-hmm. that the, the way Winnipeg had been hanging on that they had no chance not to give up a goal in the last one fourteen there after they did they they knew that because the, they had really been hanging on for what ten twelve minutes really that uh, the Wild was down there and. Uh, and uh, they're they're good. They're good. We got to uh, we got to get on the bandwagon here. Kaprizov, uh, Kaprizov's kind of fun to watch when it's three on three and four on three, isn't it? <laughs> Unbelievable. How about that too? Like that's that's the change because how many years, Patrick, did we watch th- this team with their plotters, their slow yes. muckers, and and <laughs> and trying to neutral zone trap your ass until mm-hmm. you just gave up? And this is the first time Gabrick was really good. But as far as I'm concerned, Kaprizov is the first true superstar who can do so many things. You know what shocks me? You get crusty Bill Guerin in here as the general manager, <laughs> and he he keeps Evison as the goal as the coach. And you look at Evison and you think, okay, old time hockey, you know, kind of a defensive center when he played. He was he had a couple of years when he scored some goals, but uh, you think, okay, this is going to be. This is going to be, you know, cover your man and make sure you don't let anybody get behind you and defensemen who stay back. And he play, they play fast. He likes fast hockey. And I like fast hockey. I mean, I'm all in. I think it's great. Yeah. No, it's like, and I think having the fans back last night and just like everything about it, it really, I don't know, this is going to sound corny, but like it felt like, this is the official new era yes. of wild hockey, right? There's no suitor. I know that Kaprizov mm-hmm. was here last year and whatnot, but like this, 
that felt like the flag in the ground of uh, Five, of the new era. Five hundred and ninety-five days since they could have as many people as wanted to be there. You can't count the exhibitions because weeknight exhibitions. Who gives a damn? You know what's funny is all the uh, uh, pessimistic. Uh, forecast about oh the, the crowd's not coming back to West 7th after the tragedy that happened and uh, it was really dreary for the exhibition games well last night uh, after the game I, I have reports that there were 5,000 people walking down West 7th yeah. Street chanting screaming hollering I saw saying, let's go wild and stopping in and having one more cocktail so uh, yep it was uh, it was fantastic in fact, I, I got behind a car at a light where the car actually rolled down its w- windows so some young fans who were uh, screaming happy profanities could high-five the people in the car. So, like, there was no... <laughs> no it, social it, distancing. It was absolutely... Yeah. No, and it was great. The coolest thing, just a small thing, Pat, but the coolest thing I thought was Capri Sub's first shift in, in, in front of a full house, right? Yeah. He actually got an ovation. He yeah. like jumped on the ice and the fans went crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, cool. you forget they haven't seen him. Mm-hmm. I know. You forget they hadn't seen no. him in person, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, you know, last year it was what they didn't. They waited till April before they let three thousand in. Right before yeah. that, it was family and friends, and then forty five hundred for the three playoff games against Vegas. It does. I, I wrote this today. It astounds me, though, Everson comes in here, he basically is Paul Fenton's guy to keep an eye on Boudreaux, right? Yep. He, you know, he, they, they fire Boudreaux's guy. Fenton makes him take Everson. Then he fires Boudreaux, Garen, and gives Everson the job. And then they get beaten four games in the playoffs by a lousy Canucks team down and not the playoffs in that preliminary round. I really don't I think if they had been approaching a regular season, he might not have been the coach. But maybe somehow he and Garen developed a relationship in that little period of time that, uh, you know, that the, after the pandemic season, the, you only coached nine games and then, then, the, then the four games down in, uh, in Orlando. But uh, it's amazing that he's, uh, he's still there, I think. I, you got to like the way they play hockey and you got to like Garrett. Phil, did you see the, oh, yeah, well, you guys showed me the thing yesterday. About yeah. Garrett saying there's, there's some, there's some speculation. Spurgey got set up for that. I but, was, I checked on that and I was okay. told absolutely not. No. Yeah. They played it between was, periods too. At the end. Yeah. They cleaned they up a little it, bit. Yeah, I'm shocked that they played. I that, know. You know. It's great. So it's great. Awesome. Like it's, it's, it's a rallying cry. Money. The Wild provide that to BSN. The Wild do all the production on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't because you know damn well the cowards at BSN would have never used that, right? <laughs> they would be afraid. We apologize so. for any profanity you might have assumed Bill Guerin said that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Pat, what did that's you uh, what you think of your guy Victor Rass seeing him up close in person yesterday? What did you think of him? Uh, I think he's a rather ordinary player. But, uh, you know, I, you know, he's, he, he's another to me, uh, amazing. I mean, can you imagine, as I said today, Suter and Parisi are gone and he's still here. <laughs> you know, this guy, he was here 10 minutes and Judd and everybody else was 
vilified. You know why he he's still here? Because he keeps his mouth shut. Yeah, that's why well, he he's still that. here. He doesn't look at his ice time and complain. I all they brought in John Merrill yesterday at the skate. Right, we're gonna have a couple of players for you. This guy was unbelievable. These were the most boring. Even by hockey standards, these were the most boring quotes ever. And I I had it on Twitter, I was going to say, boy, I hope the John Merrill controversy dies down before the game starts. And I was going to get people fired up. And then I said, ah, then they might get mad because they brought somebody in. And, you know, you know <laughs> but it was, it was unbelievable. The guy wouldn't say anything. Now, I haven't talked to him, but I guess Felino is the exception to that. He'll say anything, right? Yes. Yeah. He's outstanding. He's a yeah. great quote. But the and Dump is okay once in a while. And uh, he he got the season off to a great start with a stupid penalty right off the bat, right? Like 25 seconds into the game. Yeah. They, got a lot of, they, they had a lot of penalties last night mm-hmm. that weren't really necessary. But it was a hell of a game. It was great. Yeah. Uh, also, just to ride the wave of excitement, Happy Timberwolves season opener to all who celebrate here on Mackie yes. and Judd. I will be painting my face and lining up for this uh, grudge match against the Houston Rockets, a playoff rematch, right, from three yes. years ago. Wild, uh, all right. Wild has won six straight home. I mean, the Wolves have won six straight home openers. Really? So, so Yes. It's so amazing. Don't put a lot of stock <laughs> into it. That, that means greatness. But I think there's a you're, – you're, they're going to be in that. You look at the West. The West is not nearly as good as people think it is. It's not. I mean, Arizona, I like them a lot. I mean, Phoenix, I like them a lot. Denver's not as good as people think. The Lakers are old. They got Golden State came and passed them last night. And, you know, you got to you gotta finish ahead of a team like Memphis that's, you know, they got Morant, but they don't have any. I, I, I think they clearly are going to be in that 7 to 10 range. I, I agree. I think I think the West, yeah, people make it. I think the West just doesn't have many train wreck teams. I think that's no, it. It's yes, it's yeah. it's just there's a bunch of good solid teams in the West, and then a couple at the top. But Utah, that can win I mean, a not, Utah had injuries obviously last year, but they got exposed. They're not great, you know. It's uh, yeah. I think they're, you know, if they if they decide to have their guys. Cat plays 70 games, and some of these guys, they got to play. You know, they can't take the time off. I'm really interested to see how Russell looks starting. And is what's his involvement? Is his involvement him taking 22 shots, or is he going to be a point guard or something? And and Beasley's the other interesting case because, you know, A, he's not, he doesn't have jail time hanging over his head, and he can shoot. And, yeah. Uh, but they're gonna they're gonna have to guard somebody. But they'll they'll beat Houston tonight. I think they're, they should. Yeah, they're yeah. like six point favorites. Here, here's my I guess this is sort of my big question for the season. You got Carl Anthony Towns in his prime. You got Anthony Edwards who in his in his last forty games last year as a nineteen year old averaged like twenty four points a game and was excellent. You got D'Lo, and you got about nine or ten actual NBA players in your rotation for the first time in a long time. And you got the coach that you want. Yes. You you carve the cancer out of the organization, so to speak, right? And Gerson Rose says, if you can't eke your way into the playoffs this year, then what's the point? <laughs> That's pretty good. 
I would say that 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 is pretty good. What is the point? Yes, but uh, I, I'm very disturbed at the at the uh, kumbaya, uh, uh, you know, core values crap. Just well, they, well, they created you know, like Bill Guerin over there and have <laughs> Bill Guerin hold a meeting and say, "What do you think's important?" and have somebody say. Uh, servant leadership, and he'll say, "Leave that." Well, he would it's have no idea. He, he would have no idea what that is. Um, Patrick, I, I think the problem is, I think, um, despite the fact that he might be good, and we don't know yet, Mark Laurie, my guess, is not going to be your cup of tea. No, I don't. I think that's part of it. No. Like Bill Guerin plus, is your cup of tea because he wakes up and says, "How plus, can I beat those mfers we're playing tonight?" Plus A-Rod telling me about honesty and accountability. It's just not my first reaction when I see A-Rod. He's a real transparent guy. There will ever be a bigger pompous ass in the history of sports that he would get caught lying like a rug twice and then go on TV and have a reality show where he's advising you know what they need patrick ralphio palmero to become an investor that's <laughs> yeah, what then, they need and then, and then i did not and then walking around i mean he's unbelievable he's just that that he can just throw all that stuff away and just walk around like he's still 20 year old a rod who never had a blip in his whole life you know? yeah did you i don't on the mark laurie front i don't know if you saw or if you if you follow him on social media but so yesterday he posts a video and it's him it's him with like an old man he's just turned 50 and yeah. he's got this like old man jump shot and and uh, and i'm reading the caption on the the post and it said you know i you know, hey, you know, turning fifty, I thought you know I'd make a big hire for the Tim. You know, I bought the Timberwolves, thought I'd make a big hire, and so I hired so and so, the Damian Lillard's personal basketball development coach. And, and I'm thinking, reading this, I'm like, wow, like he comes in and just like immediately, wow, the Wolves have Damian Lillard's personal development coach. Let's go. No, it wasn't for the Wolves. It was, it for, was him. for him. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he in? Not in uniform, but in some kind of sweats and stuff over yeah. there, walking around the court pretending High socks. he's playing basketball. Huh? High socks. Yeah. I love the guy. High yeah, he was working. He was working out. He was working out one on one with Damian Lillard's personal uh, player development coach. God, yeah. I I should really give people more time, probably. <laughs> but some of them just <laughs> some of them just give me this bad first impression. No names to be mentioned here, but it never changes. I. Like, ah! I can't stand it. I mean, listen, I I obviously in on Laura. I think you should give Laura. So the difference between like a Tim Brewster level fraud is that he never had any success. At least at least Mark Laurie has become a billionaire based off all of his leadership, you know, mantras. So, yeah, it is. It is, I guess. But, uh, man, it's good. You were going to get sick of being lectured. I heard some more uh, tales. From behind the scenes on our guy Gerson uh, last night, I happened to. Uh, apparently, nah, I shouldn't say it. No, say it. You got to say it. Wasn't, it. A, wasn't a short-term relationship we had going here. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, oh, no, no. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to oh, say. Oh, yeah. No, I heard that um, they were, I heard that they were seen at Summer League just Hanging out and people yeah. were like, that's interesting. No, but that's, before that. 
court. Yeah, Judd, oh, yeah. like summer league was like three months ago. I think we're no, you're talking I mean, like Doogie had the TMZ <laughs> level scoop on this <laughs> yeah, when, when do, we broke it do, down. Doogie told us all. No, whoa, yeah, did. this goes way back. I'm not a guy to pass on gossip. Unless I have some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're not a guy to pass on gossip. Yeah. No, you pass gossip on very well, Pat. Let's be clear about that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it is unbelievable how, you know, that I still can't believe the twins running up and sitting on his lap in the first press conference. And it's all about family. They, they declared themselves to be a family before they had met each other, well, you know, Pat, what's they had your definition of family? And they were already giving us all the family crap because they thought that's what people wanted. No, we want Bill Garrett. We want bleep you win. That's what we want. But Pat, right? here's here's the thing. Define family. You got the Mansons. You got the Koresh thing. (laughs) Like, there's a lot of definitions of family. You were thinking to yourself, nuclear family. Forget about me. I love you. Yeah. Exactly. Free love. Was that what it was? It was 1967 all over again, That's PJ Flex family, right? Forget about me. I love you. The first guy I heard it from was Caruso, not PJ Flex. Forget about me. I love you. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Mm, Why, Why does that have to end? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, I just think know. of it anyway, as ex- it's a, they're expanding their families. That's what they were doing. Hell of a hockey game. And you know what? You know what my other view is? I'm not running into this, but it's hockey. You don't have to be an unflawed uh, team. You just got to be one of the eight, right? Eight yeah. or nine best. You can win it. Why yeah. not us? <laughs> you know, after all these years, why not? You know, they got the super duper star and then, you know, they go, we don't know if the goalie's good enough, but beyond that, why not you? Because it, it doesn't make any difference who's going to win it. It's, it's, it's random when you get down to about the final six, seven, eight teams. So why not win it? What the hell? Nothing to be wrong with it. I'm here for it. Why not? Us? I'd like to see a Stanley cup. I don't want to see a super bowl win because I think that would steal too much of our identity, but, uh, you know, we they, wouldn't know how to, yeah, we wouldn't, like, no. we've basically spent the last 60 years complaining about Minnesota sports. Yes. Yes. But, uh, why not? Why not? And I think that's their goal here. Why not think about winning it? What the hell's wrong with that? Love it. You know, instead of saying, wow, I think we can make some playoffs. Yeah. Okay. We, that's fine. We've done that before. I think we need Pat to sing it here. <laughs> oh, God. This, this, this is going to follow Pat as he walks around. I don't know if I know the words. No, that's okay. Does anybody does. know the words? Hey, and your and your grandson. Not, he got a win, not, and he was big he got a win, and he was taunting me afterwards. He texted me and says, "I'm not a jinx anymore." That's right. <laughs> wild win, wild win. Yeah. But he's right. turned on Parisi. The Parisi jersey's gone. Good for him. He got the Kaprizov jersey now, which had to cost his mom and dad two hundred bucks. Probably. He didn't burn. He didn't burn the Parisi jersey, right? No, Just put it I in storage. He still, he got it in storage. Yes. Okay, that's good. All right. All right, Pat, we'll talk to you on Friday. Wrapping with Roycey, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Also, Roycey Unchained, you can find on Mondays. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. 
Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.